Jesus the Saviour. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. She shall bring forth a son, you shall call his name Jesus, for it is he who shall save his people from their sins. There is no other Saviour other than the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other God than the Lord God, revealed in the Holy Scriptures, which make us wise to this salvation. The angel told Joseph this message about his intended wife Mary. She was already expecting a child which was from God. The virgin was with child and they were to call the child Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. Jesus is the saviour promised from the beginning of the world. Satan has tempted and conquered Eve and destroyed Adam's soul through disobedience and they are cast out from the presence of God. God speaks to the serpent Satan and promises a saviour, a coming saviour, who would reverse the damage done in the garden. There will be a salvation for all who repent and believe in this coming saviour. This was Adam and Eve's only hope. They had ruined the entire race of human souls, but right at the beginning God graciously gives them hope of an eternal salvation that would bring them back to him. Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 I will put enmity between you and the woman and bruise your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise your head, you will bruise his heel. The coming saviour will bruise the head of the serpent and therefore destroy him and his power. This is the first sign of our hope in Christ. The scripture is full of these kind of promises and pictures and signs. This coming person is the only hope of humankind and is a saviour sent from God to buy back the souls of those who have been born into sin and therefore need a saviour. Only this saviour could pay the necessary price to redeem the lost souls back to God. Isaiah the prophet spoke about a suffering saviour, one who would give his life for our sake and pay the terrible price of redemption to bring us back to God. Isaiah chapter 55 verses 3 to 5. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering and acquainted with grief. He was despised as one from whom men hid their faces and we didn't respect him. Surely he has borne our sickness and carried our suffering, yet we considered him plagued, stricken by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought our peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Here we clearly see the suffering Saviour and the work he was to do for us on the cross as he died. He was to be a castaway for our sake, a sufferer of intense grief and the burden-bearer of all the sin of his people, who he came to save. He was rejected, despised, pierced, crushed and under the punishment of God, but he did so willingly to bring us to God. The New Testament tells us an eyewitness account of the life and death and resurrection of this suffering Saviour. John chapter 3 verses 16 to 18 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God didn't send his Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. He who believes in him is not judged. He who doesn't believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. This passage also tells us exactly who Jesus is. He is the eternal Son of God. Only God could make that promise to Adam and Eve when they fell so miserably at the beginning, and only he can bring that salvation to pass. He has done so, and all we have to do is believe. Those who trust in this Saviour are forgiven and brought back into fellowship with God, 
but not just as redeemed sinners, but as dear children. This is the love of the Saviour of the world, that Jesus should do such things for our sake. This is why Christians love Jesus, because of all he has done for them and all they have been delivered from. Jesus is the only Saviour because of who he is and what he did, and holds the place of honour in heaven's court. He is forever praised for what he has accomplished on our behalf. Isaiah has the last word in this. God says about his son, Isaiah chapter 53 verse 12, Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors.